Blood and Barrels discuss cases that contain graphic content. And Mike has a potty mouth. So does Amy. Nah. Listener discretion is advised. What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Blood and Barrels. I'm Mike. I'm Amy. And we have Adam in the studio today. What's going on, Adam? Special guest. Special. Happy to be here. Super special Very excited. guest. First, first male guest. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. We have never had a male guest before. Lots of females. Not FedEx or UPS. Just no. regular male. <laughs> well, that'd be, that'd be USPS, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah. We yeah. have not had Cliff a Clavin. guest. So you have to be careful with that joke because it almost makes you sound slow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, right they call on. it the snail mail, you know. <laughs> we have had no guest with male genitalia. How about that? As True. far as you know. Oh also- my god, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> and now uh, you know where this is gonna go real quick, fucking quick. <laughs> So yeah, we're on a roll. Like we said, we we're gonna be. We did. Uh, we did our Tuesday episode. We did our Thursday episode, and now we're doing the next Tuesday. The next episode. Tuesday. So we're getting ahead. We're getting ahead. So yeah, we we still have to do the Patreon, but that's okay. Yeah. And I have no idea what to talk about now. So you never have any idea what to talk about. I know. I don't really think we need to talk about a lot. We got we got Adam here. I'm excited. Tell me about the murder. I want to like, get, get into it. I, he's I don't know. He's like, I don't even know where. I don't know how going. this goes, but all right. We get the banter. We get it. Let's. He's ready get to into jump it. right let's into it. it. We do still have kids running around, but they'll be quiet. On this we one, have so. much quieter kids this time. Yes. So I guess since Adam's ready to jump in, I'm going to tell you That's what she said. Yes. I don't know. I wasn't there, but I believe you. She was there. She was. So, we're going to go back to Colorado. Okay. All right. We're going back to Colorado. It's been a little while, right? It has, but we have some... It's a mile high city, right? Consult the map. Denver is the mile Uh, high uh, It's definitely high. I mean... The Sunshine State. They they have weed there. It's it's definitely high. That's Florida is the Sunshine State. (laughs) Not Colorado. Man. Let's go with it. It's cool. So, (laughs) we are going back to Colorado. We are not going to the mile high city. But we're going close. Bathrooms are too small to do Mile High Club nowadays, just FYI. True. Although, to that point, where was that Jefferson, Texas that we went to? The one that had the the, the two-way mirror bathrooms? No, that was where Silver was Springs. That? Have you seen this? You okay, have to pay so, extra for that, usually. So, here in Texas, <laughs> it, it's here in Texas. They have this little town. And on their downtown square, they have two gigantic glass squares and their bathrooms and you walk in and you can, uh, you can see, see out you right. can it's see fucking every, weird like as shit. 360 degree like you can see everything is it but nobody can see it it's so you're super sticky out. when you get in there right? uh you know they actually kept the toilets pretty clean well they Probably did because it was reason. a tourist attraction because i've never been there yeah uh, uh so my 
Okay, so maybe we need to have a we'll separate call the city, podcast. We'll call about, the city when you're on the way. Yeah, about teaching you how to not make the floor sticky. <laughs> it's not the floor; it's the walls. Ah, anyway. oh, either way, continue. Yes, <laughs> I feel like that's a good idea after that. So, like I said, we're going back to Colorado, but we're going to Wheat Ridge, Colorado. Wheat Ridge, okay. It's close to Denver. It's close to Denver. So the world's like the breast bread basket of the world. Hey, there you it's go. It's not Ukraine. It's Wheat Ridge. <laughs> there you go. I like that. That was pretty good. Um, yeah, it's like a suburb. Okay. And the brewery we are featuring today is Brewery Ricoli. Brewery Ricoli. All right, cool. Yeah. And we have quite a bit to try here, so we're going to kind of split it up. Normally, we do three. They actually, We actually have six, so what we're going to do is we're going to do two at a time. Uh, we're going to kind of split them up so we can all try each one. Because we have we'll three of us one. now, so. Yep, so we'll let Adam pick first. Whichever one he likes the most, we're going to let him keep, um, and then and then we'll, we'll figure out the other two, so. I'm going with the Authorita. You're going with the Authorita? The, res- okay, you well, have to respect it. You have to respect it. Does it do. say respect the It's authority? a red ale. It's that's the that's the weed in Red Ale. Hold on. Okay, so he picked the Authority, which is a Colorado Red Ale. It's very hoppy, and apparently, it's like weed in a glass of amber ale. And it's a house favorite at the brewery. Pop it for us. Nice. nice. That was that was a good one. And yeah, I said I, pop, I meant crack. I don't have fingernails, so I was excited. I was very nervous that I wasn't actually going <laughs> to be able to even pop it. Am I? You want me to spread yep. this around here? Everybody, take a little bit. Yeah, of we'll all right. take a little bit. Yeah, you get some samples go. here going. We'll let you do that. Ooh, like yeah. It. When when Amy pours, it's dangerous. Whatever you spill all the fucking time. I can taste the hoppiness. It makes me hoppy. <laughs> it makes you hoppy inside. Like all right, like cheers. a frog, but you know, hoppy like a frog. Delicious. Yeah, no, it is. It's got a good amount of head. Um, it the, is hoppy, but it's I like that. Yeah, it's got a good. The flavor is is very nice. I love red ales, so it's yeah, it's it's super hoppy for a red ale, but it's not overly hopped. So it, I feel like it's a really good balance. I can handle it. Yeah, yeah, and if, yeah, if Amy <laughs> can handle something that's hoppy, then you know we're we're doing okay. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's not quite an IPA, but it's it's there. It's got the the full body flavor to it. It's. You know you're drinking a beer when you drink it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I would actually say this, to me, has more... It, the hop level is so much closer to an IPA. Yeah. So it's a little weird that it's a red ale, but it, it's it's really good. Oh, and it is 7% ABV. Forgot to throw that in there. 7.4. Is that what the can says? Yeah, yeah where'd you put the can? We No, nah, it's okay. We always have this issue, so untapped will say one thing. 7.4, it's on the can. Okay, says, well, we're going to go with the can then. 7.4. You in a heap of can. trouble. So what, what rating would you give it? One out of five. One. I'd give it a one to Spicoli from Ricoli. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the... Oh, shit, there's the movie. Where he's a server guy and ordered the pizza. I know Spicoli. That's from uh, Fast Times. Yeah, but yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I give it. I, I give it a one point seven on the Spicoliometer. So which does, equates to what on a, a scale of one to five? Yeah, yeah. One being uh, bad, five being the best. I'll go four point two seven eight six. Okay, what would you go? <laughs> Perfect. I go four point five. Yeah. 
Okay. We'll go with that. Because I can't do the number you just said. It doesn't exist. Oh, it it does. Technically, that's a real number. Right. But it does not exhibit, exist on the app that shall not be named. But he is correct. That is absolutely a number. All right. Checking in. Let's see. Oh, middle of the road, level 35. Paint the town red, level 5. Two badges for me. Nice. Yes. Love it. Very good. Oh, and actually, I think we need to try one more, and then we're going to jump into our case. Oh, yes. Let me finish this. Uh... All right. Well, while you're finishing that, I picked the the Static Triple IPA, and I actually kind of dig the can. It's got this uh, angry, redheaded, I don't know, Mario Brothers looking dude. I don't know why he's... Uh, it's got the mushroom, though. His That's... eyebrow has, like, the little slit in it. Like, you know, where you Ooh. have the you barber. You have the yeah, barber yeah. do that. Yeah. He's so, a gangster. I guess. So, anyway, you got a description for this one? I do. So, like you said, it's their triple IPA. And it's all about extreme levels of ingredients in a beer. Super strong, super pungent, and dank. Apparently, they have a cult following for this extreme beer, and it did win a silver medal award in 2015. Nice. And it says it's a 13% ABV on the can. I think it won a civil medal. I'm actually more <laughs> excited about it. <laughs> yeah. All it, right. it contributed so much to society that... Ooh. I mean, it may have. That was a good crack, though. Yep, it was. You do have a tendency to spill beer all over the table. Oh, shush. No, oh, it's funny. The the red ale smelled more hoppy to me than this one does. This one. Oh, I would agree. Yeah. How much ABV is this? You said thirteen. Like thir- Ooh, it's yeah. a strong one. But why don't you just give me the whole can? Because <laughs> <laughs> you were still working on the other one. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. cheers, everybody. Like Gosh. Adam's, like what? Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, very nice. That's different. I, I, it's smooth. Yeah, as I say, I love something you know, at least two digit APV or ABV. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Where you know letters are hard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like it, it's always seems to have like a, a nice flavor to it. It's like, yeah, I don't know where. It, yeah, exactly. Words escape me. It, I I don't. For me, hearing triple IPA, I was scared. Because you know how I feel about the IPAs. Yeah, they're usually like super, super hoppy. But this one, I could drink way more than some of the just normal IPAs we've had. Yeah, I agree. It's it's odd how it's not hoppy, or I guess maybe it's just smoothed out. But it's, it's I, I like it. I think it's pretty good. What what makes it triple IPA? Do you know enough about? The brewing process. Too. I used to know a little bit more. I don't, but um, I know over, the ABV factors in and over six pounds of high alpha American hops per barrel. Question mark. Is it like mm. the amount of times it's like hopped, like in the, no the brewery process? I think it it may, but yeah, it, the the redhead Mario with the mushroom sells it for me. <laughs> okay, what would you guys give this one? Adam, we'll this is, let you go first. This is out. Of, wait, are we going back to the Spicoli meter? Yeah. No. Uh, one to five. Wait, 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 what, what you said was one to five. Yeah. Is that the thing? I one gave, being I, crappy, five being amazing. I think I gave the one was like four point three something. Or um, yeah, you gave a really weird fucking number. I would say it's still up there. Four point. Mm. 
He's thinking real well, hard. 4.4. It's because it's the, let's see, the other one was uh, 7.4. This is almost twice the yes alcoholic content. <laughs> con- yeah. Yeah. It's fine. So, but it's, it's, it goes down so smooth. This is something that you would, after a long day, you'd be like, uh, this is the beer that I need. And it goes down so smooth. I don't know. I give 4.528 repeating, so 4. repeating decimal. This is what she would give it is a 4.5? Uh, uh, yeah, I'll go with a 4.5 as well. Okay, well, then I'm going to give it a 4.75 because I hate IPAs and I liked that one. In other yeah. words, she'd have given it a 5. Right. Yep. So I took it down because the IPA drinkers said it was average. <laughs> oh, Independent U.S. Craft Breweries Level 42 hopped up Level 6. I believe in IPA Level 13. Three badges. Maybe I need to go increase it to a five. Yeah, it's got an award on the can itself, so it won. It did. It won the silver medal G-A-B-F. I don't know what that means, but. Yeah. Perfect. It's really good. Yeah, so. That being said, I it's think GABF Grandma's alcohol best friend. My grandma liked to drink. Does the can say that? It says, yeah, it says GABF. No, uh, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, it's on the can. My grandma's the picture on there. She's, she's a redhead Mario person. <laughs> I'm sorry for you if your grandmother looks like a redheaded Mario with a half shaved eyebrow. Watch out, Donkey Kong. True. Koopa. And Duck Hunt. Well, that was a dog, but. <laughs> Did that, right. that that stupid laughing noises in my brain? <laughs> oh, he did. Okay. Yeah, that dog was kind of a dick. So yeah, you couldn't shoot him. I know. <laughs> what the fuck was that? It always there are, me off. there are hacks where you can shoot him now, so you can get the revenge. That's that. I like that. Yeah, that should be a thing. Normally, I wouldn't shoot a dog, but that fucking dog deserves it. That's so. right. Okay. Guess what? What? We are not an old school video game podcast. True, and we have our beer. We said where we're going, right? To Denver suburb. Wheat Ridge. Wheat Ridge, Colorado. So I think we're ready to get in the case, yeah? With a murder most foul. A murder most foul. (laughs) Not chicken related. Or maybe, I don't know yet. Chicken related. Oh, foul. Got it. Okay. You you should do like uh, voiceovers for like, uh, for movies and shit. Who says I don't? True. I mean, mostly adult oriented ones. (laughs) <laughs> but like adult education like oh uh, <laughs> la mesa like, uh, is a table you, it's esl but sexy fair enough okay then sexy esl i like it all right so we're gonna jump into the case you ready i'm ready let's do it all right okay so today we're gonna be talking about vincent groves Obviously, you've never heard of him. I can no, tell yeah, by no, your face. I've never heard of him. He is a serial killer. Was a serial killer, I should say. He was born on April 19th, 1954. And he died on Halloween <laughs> in 1996. Sorry, Adam was going... Uh, oh, you can't see him. He's waving his arms in the air. Well, that's like, because... I, like, I just don't care. That Absolutely. and Mike's supposed to be signaling him when we're pausing and not because he can't see the computer and yeah. Mike keeps forgetting. They don't have an on air light thing that I keep telling they need because I've been here one time and <laughs> I already know what they need. So 
and there you have it. We'll add it to our arsenal. So, uh, <laughs> so he died. He died on Halloween. He did die on Halloween. But like execution or, or is, we're not there yet. We're know. not there yet. Okay, continue. he was in jail when he died. Uh, Ooh, I don't remember if <laughs> it's been a minute since I took the notes. So. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Um. So he, like I said, he was a serial killer who tormented the Denver area from March 1979 until July of 1988. So almost 10 years. His killing spree was the longest in the area's history. It is actually said that he murdered at least seven girls in the area. And in 2012, so long after he died... Officials were able to positively confirm his DNA at four of those murder sites that he claimed. So with those four, is that the only ones that they have uh, actual proof that he did something or they only had they didn't even have proof of that because remember, he died in 1996. Well, what was he convicted of? Well, we're getting there. All right. Keep going. You're jumping the gun. (laughs) Like I said, I don't know the format. I'm just going. (laughs) Keep going. It's okay, Adam. Every case is different. There's no there's no standard format. He never knows the format either. Valid. Right on. <laughs> so it is rumored that Vincent might have murdered up to 20 girls. And his DNA was positively linked to at least 17 victims. But they can't confirm that he killed all of them right his dna is there but he can't make sense yes adam <laughs> said no and you said yes. no, no it, i, I was gonna say it's like his dna was confirmed i was gonna say like a cc's pizza but you know never mind keep going i was gonna say i don't get that joke <laughs> okay uh it is said that he might have been the worst serial killer in colorado history and just keep in mind Ted Bundy had ties to Colorado. I thought Bundy killed more than that. Like, like yeah. way, way more than that. Mm, Just not 30. Not, well, not necessarily in Colorado. Well, that and not... It wasn't 20. But you have to remember all these serial killers... He claim. only summered in Colorado. True. Or wintered, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the best season for murdering is. It he escaped like from jail in Colorado. Bundy did. The first time. He escaped twice from jail. Regardless. You look guilty as shit. Did you, you just, you're just very snooty. You're like, oh, let me tell you. Nope. Like, <laughs> Bundy, Bundy was a sexy dude, so that's the whole point. He never looked guilty. He was not sexy. Oh, well, not according to the internet, ladies. <laughs> I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of people who he's say no, he's no Richard Ramirez, but you know, oh, he's, yeah, because yeah, he's real sexy. He's no Al Bundy either, but alrighty then. <laughs> just uh, I had something to say, but I'm gonna just. So unlike most serial killers, Vincent actually had what would be considered a good upbringing. So, like again with Bundy, he was raised by. His grandmother and told that his mother was his sister. And you see that a lot. This guy sitcom waiting to happen with murder, but hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Vincent had 
what was considered an upgrade, a uh, good upbringing. So not a, not what you would normally think of when you think of a serial killer. Right. His parents, um, his dad was a postman and his mom was a teacher. Vincent was the oldest of three brothers and he grew up in Wheat Ridge, which is the suburb of Denver we talked about. It's an upper, upper middle class area. And they lived there even though his family was considered to be middle class. So they maybe were living just a skosh out of their means. Only two ply toilet paper. Instead of three ply. Yeah, exactly. Does three ply exist? Is that a thing? I feel like I'm, there's more than two ply. I'm, I feel like it, it is. I yeah. want something embossed with like, I don't know. You want embossed like toilet paper? Embossed toilet paper with gold leaf. With your name I on feel it. like. Or your initial, like your your last name initial on it, yeah. I feel like I deserve it. You get right on that. That's some expensive fucking toilet paper, gold leaf. Why would you want to put gold leaf in your ass? Never no, mind. Not- Don't answer that question. <laughs> now you're asking the right question. Well, I mean, if you drink gold schlager, you can shit out some gold leaf. I do love some gold schlager. I'm a anal alchemist. <laughs> <laughs> then back to the case (laughs) we're gonna learn a lot about adam tonight i feel like (laughs) so um vincent's parents were law-abiding citizens and loved their children vincent attended wheat ridge high school and graduated high school in 1972 he was the only black student in his entire graduating class but, oh, wait, so he's a, a black serial killer. Correct, which is very, very rare. It's not very, very rare, it but is. It, it is rare, rarer. Let's be honest, y'all white men really like to kill people. White men are the standard serial so. killer. Well, there's no so. guessing. The, the, the statistics prove it. Well, I am interested to, to know, like, you know, because if you look at it from a population perspective, you know, if you say that white people make up X percentage and black people make up X percentage, and then you look at the same thing with serial killers. Does it fall in line or is it more heavily towards white? I would think based on what you hear that it's more towards white, but I don't know. Uh, you can do all that fucking research. Cause I don't do that. All right. That's way it. too many statistics for oh, me. I'm all over it. I got the analytics down. I'll, I'll, I'll get it done with your What's Excel that? spreadsheets and shit. I might be jumping forward, but what was the weapon of choice? Type thing or methodology. Is that something we'll get to or is that? I think so. Yeah, you're asking all these questions. Like what? That. I mean, I say, I, I know all... the one like the DC sniper guy, yeah. you know, it's, it, it's like a different, you well, know, I know, but then he, he's not like you. He doesn't understand that I've researched like 12 cases and they're <laughs> all, they're all jumbled in my head. So I would say it would be something we'll get to. Yes. Fair enough. Uh, So, like I said, he was the only black student in his graduating class. But despite this, he was actually a prom king finalist his graduating year in 1972, which says in 1972, that's kind of a big deal. I would definitely say so. And to answer your previous question, yeah, they totally have three ply. Just throwing that out there. Is that what in you were Boston Gilded? I, I googled it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like quilted, quilted northern is uh, like three luxurious and cushiony layers. But but Adam wants to know if there's gold leaf in it. No, fuck no. <laughs> you're gonna have to pay extra for that shit. Quilted eastern, your butt deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
While in high school, Vincent played on the basketball team. He was said to be perfectly built to play basketball. He was tall and lean and known to be a very good athlete. At one point, he was actually the high school's top basketball player and led the team to the state championship, which, not shockingly, made him one of the more popular kids in school. He was about six foot five and weighed 230 pounds. So he's a big boy. He's a big boy. After high school, he went to college at Coe College in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, which is about 11 hours away from his hometown in Colorado. So he... he you come home for Thanksgiving and Christmas, yeah. but you stay for the fun weekends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, he did play basketball in college, but he very quickly lost interest. And when he lost interest in basketball, he also lost interest in going to college. So only two years after he graduated high school in 1974... He dropped out of college. And when he did, he moved back home to Colorado. I mean, that's kind of sad. I mean, it sounds like he had a good thing going there, but, you know. I agree. I think he just got bored. Mm, shit happens. I have a feeling it's a it's a student loan situation. They make me want to murder people. <laughs> yeah. Could be, that's, yeah. that's what it came down to. I mean, I guess we'll find out, won't we? So what you're saying is it's a good thing we're not doing a, an episode about you over the student loans? Yet. Yeah. No, not yeah, yet. He said yet. Oh, yet. 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 Y-E-T. Like, He's like, I'm not done with you those bitches. You don't know. I'm not done with those bitches. He's like, I've already, I've already murdered at least three people. You just don't even know. He's nodding his head, yeah. <laughs> All student loan officers, yeah. But when I nod, it's, it's a sexy nod. <laughs> it's not a regular nod. I feel like we need to video him doing his head nod and put it on the Instagram. Oh, for sure. Well, we'll do that later for you guys. Okay. So, when he did go back home to Colorado, he actually did not move in, move back in with his parents. He moved in with his grandmother. And part of the reason he did that is because he was trying to help take care of her. But he did stay close to his parents. And... He didn't consider himself to be very religious, but he would often go to church with his parents. His father was a deacon, and his mother played the organ at the local Baptist church. So Vincent began a job as an electrician at the Gates Rubber Company, and this company actually made car parts, including things like timing belts or other like fluid-powered products. Um. Y'all are nasty. <laughs> Both of you. Sorry. Fluid powered at the uh, rubber powered, company. Yeah, yeah. Everything you just said sounded. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I understand that, but that's what it was. It's not my fault that that's what it was. I know. That's I know. just what it was. Sometimes the planets align and things just work out. I know. It was, it was kind of set up, but go ahead. So, as of January of this year, 2022, Gates Rubber Company was actually still open and still employs about 15,000 employees. It opened its doors in 1911, so it's fucking old-ass American-made. Good for them. Yeah, 1911. Holy shit. Yeah. So, at the time Vincent was working 
for this apparently sexual company, according to y'all. He no, not according. It's just, it just the way you said it. It was just the way you said it. I find rubber very sexual. That does not surprise me. <laughs> At this time, Vincent began drinking heavily and visiting prostitutes. His friends consisted of pimps and prostitutes, and they kind of introduced him to his criminal lifestyle. By the way, you lost a chance to say pimps and hoes. (laughs) So, uh, in 1977, Vincent decided to become a pimp himself. He met a young girl named Jeanette Baca. She was only 17 when they met. And he convinced her to become a prostitute. And shocking, he became her pimp. He was 23 about this time. I mean, that's kind of how pimping works. You would know, it, wouldn't it, you? It ain't easy. Oh, pimping, <laughs> pimping is it, not but easy. It, I mean, it sure is fun, but I mean. <laughs> that's because the pimps don't do the work. I mean, the 17-year-old prostitute thing, not cool, but yeah, pimping. Neither one of Big you pimpin'. have ever been a pimp, obviously. Ain't easy. <laughs> I, I reiterate. This is what happens when Amy records with two men. <laughs> now I feel Mike's pain. You're welcome. Except the last time we had a guest, you got fucking wasted and almost fell on the floor. Yeah, I did. I was way fucked up. Telling me how I was telling the case wrong. And it, well, because it was a case we'd done like 15 times. And I told it completely right. Yeah, that was uh, David Parker Ray. You should go check that out. I was uh, not in best form. It was not until he edited it that he was like, oh my God, I am so sorry. Oh yeah, y'all got the uh, the edited uh, version that made me not look as drunk and I was still fucked up. So That, that episode took us four hours to record. Yes, it did. <laughs> That was a long night. I was like, we only have two more sentences, but do you need to go to bed? (laughs) Do you need to go to bed? Anyway, back to Vincent. So he became Jeanette's pimp, obviously, in 1977. But a year later, in June of 1978, Jeanette was discovered dead. She was nude when she was found in Jefferson County, Colorado, which is only about 15 minutes from Wheat Ridge, which, remember, that's where Vincent's from. Vincent was questioned when her body was discovered, but he was let go because they couldn't find any evidence that he was involved in her death. Her clothing had been burned, and Vincent's cousin actually said that the night of her death, Vincent came home covered in soot. All right, before we move on, let's try a couple more beers. What you think? I'm totally down. Are we going to start with the Enormous Richard? Yes. yes. Oh, Adam I'm said excited yes. about it. I want Enormous Richard in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, Enormous Richard is a double cream ale. Ooh. <laughs> I was waiting. Super creamy. <laughs> uh, look at him. Give me that double cream ale. It drinks super easy for a big beer. Apparently, cream ales are generally an ale version of a Pilsner. I don't know what the can says for ABV, but this says it's 8.6. Mike can't find it, so we're going to go with 8.6. Yeah. Which I feel like is good for Enormous Richard. (laughs) 
Yeah, I did a lot of swirling of the can. <laughs> I can't find it on the Let can. Let me see here. You see what you can find. I don't know. I feel like that would be a, a kick-ass nickname. Enormous Richard? Yeah. It's not as good as Senior Kick-Ass. That is true. <laughs> and nobody steal that. Well, and I, <laughs> I, fuck I, you if you do. I can't believe you didn't bring it up because we talked about this earlier. Um, <laughs> but I forgot that um, Dick is short for Richard. <laughs> yeah. Adam brought it up, and I was like, I can't believe he didn't say it. <laughs> I, I brought it up. Oh, you I, sure I, did. I, I, Look at you, clever. Rise to the occasion. Uh, All right. Let's let's taste the enormous Richard. It is very great. I taste it. Y'all are slow. I did taste it. it well, was... you're supposed to cheers first. Cheers. Mm. I'm looking at the, the artwork on here. I mean, if it is 8.6, like Untapped says, it's... Really light for so heavy. It the the small text on here it says the slight sweetness to balance over eight percent ABV in the so brew. probably is. so yeah so it's probably close yeah. So I dig the ABV. I'm this is just not the beer for me. You don't I'm like cream ales. Cre- you a don't cream like cream ales. Um, it's not t- it's not bad. I, I'll drink it. Well, I will wrong, say this for this is not a beer for me. But I will say for somebody who wants to drink a higher ABV beer, but doesn't a lot of times those higher ABV beers are harsh. Yeah, it's very hoppy. This is a not super hoppy beer. This is something that you could yeah. sip on. Yeah, it's, I would it's, never yeah. guess that this was an. It's, it's over like eight. a dessert type beer. Yeah, so I know. Yeah, it's it's yeah. the creaminess. It, it comes. In your mouth, but like, like, no, like, <laughs> but not in your head. In a good way, yeah. So I'm gonna let you two rate on this one because I it wouldn't be fair for me to rate on this one. Okay, so what would you give it, Adam? Mm, how many spicolis? One uh, to five. One to five. Let's see. I gave like a four point two and a four point seven. Uh, I mean, they're like okay. Basically, I, I will go ahead and say anything from this brewery cannot be rated under four. So. Okay. It's setting a very good standard, at least from what I've tasted so far. Uh, I don't know. I think 4.3, it's it's a good sip and beer. It's something that you could just chill out with. It's Okay, we can't go 4.3, so we can either go 4.25 or 4.5. 4.3. So that'd be Make two, it that'd so. be 2.5. Okay. I don't round, no. You contact the devs. Carry the one. Land of the free, level 62. 310 different beers. 310? Yeah. Nice. Yep. All right. All right. Oh, All wait. Right. We got to try the next one. I oh, forgot. that's right. We do have we one more to try. We switched it up. All right. So the next one we're going to do is the Totally IPA. Okay. So this one is the brewery's flagship beer. And it's a great version of a West Coast-style IPA. They say it's citrusy, piney, and gives you great hop burps later. And according to Untapped, it's 7.5. The can may say differently. Totally incorrect. The can says that it's 6.5. Okay, then. We're going to go with the can. 6.5. The app that shall not be named was wrong. Not the first time that that has happened. That was a good crack. Pour it out. We're talking about Voldemort, right? <laughs> oh shit! I said it. Damn it! I'm sorry. I'm I'm a Muggle-born, so you know. You mean you're not a wizard? Only in the boudoir. 
So Adam is not pri- Adam is not privy to this ongoing dispute. So we rate beers on on Untapped, but I keep threatening to get a get them to sponsor us, and because they're not sponsoring us, I've been refusing to say their name. Yet it's not their fault because. I've never actually reached out to try to get sponsored. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's a thing. It's All a right, thing. You know, what are you, you going to do? All right. Well, hurry up so we can cheers and I want to take a taste. Yeah. Shut your face, Grandma. Wait, which one is? This is the Totally IPA. Totally IPA. Okay. Yep. And this is our flagship. All right. Flagship 6.5. Oh, are you 10. recording? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh. Oh, he, he forgot the arm I didn't, signals. I didn't wave the arms again. Sorry. <sighs> cheers. Cheers, bitches. <sighs> yeah. That I like. That I like. That's a smooth yeah. IPA. It's really good. It's well balanced. I dig that. That's what I say. The the other IPAs had a little bit more of a bite to it. This is like a drinking man's IPA. Yeah, like if you want to go out and do a night of drink, it is a good. It's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you. I like the higher gravity. I like some of that more bite. This seems to me. Is this one you like, wife? So Adam doesn't like the bite. If you were listening to him earlier. Oh, well, I do. I don't give a fuck. He's making the point that for people who don't like the bite, it's a good IPA, right? Oh, I, I like the bite. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Oh, okay, oh so beer. Oh, beer bite. Right. Oh, beer right. bite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, no. I'm saying this This is the, like you said, this is a flagship one. I understand why this would be a flagship IPA. It's, it's smooth enough to where you could just sip on it. This is something... I mean, I wouldn't want to have twelve of these in one. Well, maybe he's I like would. me. IPA it, is not his favorite. Yeah, no, IPA is good, but yes, the other ones they they've got more in the yeah. Those those will get the job done, and they're good. And if you're totally an IPA guy or something, have at it, Hoss. But this is one that like you take somebody that doesn't know anything about beer or something. Say, here's a. So yes, to answer your question, I absolutely love this IPA. Yep, yep. So for, <laughs> so for people aren't who are not. Big IPA drinkers. This is a great. It's like an introductory. It but, is. Yeah, but it really is. Yeah, it, and even for a veteran though, it's still something that you. Right. Could, yeah. Exactly. Because I, on, you good. know, what's funny is I would call myself a veteran because I've had enough of them. I, I'm just not. You hit a certain point of hop, and I'm I'm out. I don't want that. Hip hop. That's hippity true. hop. No, I like hip hop. <laughs> I do like hip hop. And you don't stop rocking. Yes. <laughs> anyway, what would References. you guys rate this? I would actually probably go five on that. I think that's a really good, like, well balanced. Yeah, IPA. five. Okay, yeah. we all agree. Yeah, five. Go for it. This this seems like one that I don't need a Pepsi before I start drinking it. That's always a good thing. That's, yeah. You know? <laughs> I think it's really sad that you have to take Pepsi before you drink beer, and it's really sad that I did not get any badges this time. Uh-oh. It might lose its rating. Nah, it's good. <laughs> I, it's going to stay a five. All right. So we're going to go back to the case. So after Jeanette was found dead and her clothing was found burned... Vincent met another woman named Norma Jean Halford. She was 21, and she was originally from California, and she very quickly moved in with Vincent. But in August of 1979, her abandoned vehicle was found, but 
Still to this day, they have not found her. Around this time, Vincent had begun using drugs so much so that he became an addict. And he met another woman named Jeanette Hill. They actually got married in 1981. But because of his drug addiction, Vincent became erratic and volatile. He quit his job at the Gates Rubber Company. <laughs> Wait, but is he still pimping right now? Sure. Probably. You don't know? I mean, he was pimping before. Did he give up on the pimp game? Probably not. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would give up his pimping for his wife. Well, I don't, I don't know how you can keep your pimp hand strong if you don't, like, or if you do give it up. Like, what's up? Yeah, I, I'm going to just go with the fact that he's probably still pimping. All right, I just wanted to know. Because he's a douchebag. We haven't, <laughs> we haven't, I don't think we've qualified that correctly exactly yet. What 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 makes him a douchebag exactly? Other than pimping, he's a douchebag. All right, fair enough. We're getting there. We will. We will. This is one of those she knows more than 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 we know. Y'all y'all are just you accept it. Y'all are just too stuck on wanting to be a pimp. You don't want to be this pimp. I mean, did he pop his collar? Did he? I mean, if that's all he did, that would be cool. Did he put like a bumper sticker on his car or like? You know, douchebag to me is a, is a separate. Let level. me go back to the very beginning of the episode when I said he was a serial killer. Well, that doesn't make you a douchebag. Kind of does, just just a tiny bit. <laughs> he can't even talk. Okay, so we're gonna keep going. <laughs> so Benson and Jeanette got married in 1981. Like I said, he quit his job at the Gates Rubber Company and became a janitor. But that's a downgrade. Douchebag. What do you mean? I don't know. I feel, I don't know. You keep using douchebag, but I feel, you know. I feel like you both have different definitions of the word douchebag. Yeah. I feel like if he was like a, like a, you know. Why are you trying to play mediator right now? Is what I want to know. Be, because I kind of get it, like I, I think Adam's thinking of like the 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 douchey like uh, alpha male, like what's up, bro? I'm gonna kick yeah, your if he ass, was being a bro guy. or something like that, I like I just okay. No, I, I, no, I, I have I have then. no qualms. Like you know, I I don't I, I don't like douchebags, but I feel like let me change my word. Then he's just a fucking asshole. Well, I gotta defend assholes now. I mean, they're no. Oh, shit. <laughs> what word can I use that you don't have to defend? Fair enough. Prick. Okay. Well, no, hold he's on. gonna defend Not so that. fast. Yeah. No, no. I saw. No, no, you're good. You're face. good. I he's saw just, he's a serial killer. That's cool. Go with it. Okay. So we'll just call him a serial killer because Adam won't defend serial killers. Serial douche. Oh, that was him. You had to wash him in between uses. <laughs> Everybody took a sip <laughs> after that. Keep going. Um so when he became a janitor, his hours became pretty irregular and this started causing problems with his wife Jeanette or Janet, I really don't know how you say it cuz it's spelled fucking weird as shit. Um so they were married, like I said, in March of 1981. Only five months later, on August 14th, Vincent Grove 
killed a 17-year-old girl named Tammy Woodrum. She had gone camping, and apparently after he committed the murder, he told his wife that he killed her. He just went to Janet or Jeanette. And he was a janitor. True. Did not make that connection. Yeah, boom. (laughs) Makes a a lot of sense now. And she said, uh, you need to go to the police. Like, you killed a girl. Go fucking talk to the cops. He ain't gonna go to the police. Wrong. Oh, he he went and turned himself in? He did. No. He went to the police and made a full confession. But in his confession, he claimed that Tammy had actually died from an overdose. So, like, he basically turned himself in that he was there, right? And he saw her die, but in he said she overdosed on drugs. Okay, so basically he's saying that, yes, this woman's dead, but I didn't kill her. Right. That's a little different. Right. So obviously when the autopsy was performed on Tammy, they found out she did not die from an overdose. She had been raped and strangled. So is that, that's escalation, question mark? This is the first murder, so no... Oh, this is the first murder. Okay, all right. I was just double-checking. So, no escalation. Uh, However, because Vincent confessed to being there with her, they didn't charge him with first-degree murder. He was only charged with second-degree murder. And in 1982, he was found guilty, but he was only sentenced to 12 years in prison. Okay. And then was released on mandatory parole. After how many years? Yeah, how much did he serve? 1987. Carry the one. Five years. Five years. Wow. Five out of 12? Really? Five out of 12. He commits murder, gets 12 years, which I feel like is pretty light, and yeah. then gets out after five? What the fuck? Now, while in prison, he was teaching classes to other prisoners, so he was like a model prisoner, which is why he- Douchebag classes. How to be a douche. I didn't think he was a douche. I thought we'd already established that douchebag was the wrong word. Oh, he's a total douchebag. Okay, see, now you know where <laughs> it was coming from? Okay. He might have been teaching classes on how to keep that pimp hand strong. Oh, my Well, God. he didn't, though. Well, it doesn't he married. sound He'd like... He never I, fall yeah, in love with a hoe. I that's, know. That's rule number I one. Know. Well, but he didn't marry one of his hoes. He married as somebody else. You know. Whatever. By the, by the time 1985 rolled around... They were divorced. Damn. So they were married for four years. I mean, and he was in jail for like 90% of their marriage. He could have got his undergrad, you know, four years. Uh, He could have. And actually, (laughs) he did accomplish many things. He finished college. There you go. Boom. Saw it. He completed many sex offender programs and also accomplished divorcing his wife. So we're considering that an accomplishment. So wait, wait. So he wait, did. Are you saying that he divorced her or she divorced him? I think it was mutual. He's in fucking jail. What? Like what? I don't know. I'm just asking. I mean, if it, if if divorcing her is an accomplishment, then that makes me think that he left her. Which is kind of backwards. But does it really surprise you? Nothing surprises okay. me anymore, no. 
So once released from prison in 1987, Vincent returned home to live with his parents. His, what a nerd. <laughs> his father helped him get a car and found him another job as a janitor. And with this job, he was a janitor at a local church and at a department store. It kind of sounds like it was like a freelance <laughs> janitor. <laughs> I don't know. That's an indie band name. Next up by freelance janitor. You're right. <laughs> I like it. All right. That's true. So despite his father's help, Vincent still did... Love his prostitutes. Who doesn't? Don't fucking nod your head. I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> You'll be the next Bobbit. That wasn't that a prostitute, say? though. That was just cheating. A oh. prostitute is cheating. Well, we all pay one way or the other. I mean, hookers and blow. Yeah, and if that happens, you will be the next Bobbit. You will make me the next Lorena. I just don't remember the man's name because he's not in porn. He did a porno movie after his name was they retouched it, by the way. His so. name was John Bobbitt. She okay. was Lorena Bobbitt. Well, you'll be the next John Bobbitt. Sweet. And I will get rid of your penis way better than she did. They won't find it like they found his. Sweet. Yeah. Anyways. And yes, he did do a porno after all of that. You are correct. I never saw it. Uh, same, same. Don't really want to. So Vincent loved his prostitutes and visited Colfax Avenue, which was a well-known area in, um, Wheat Ridge to find prostitutes. He became their drug dealer, supplying them with cocaine, weed, and heroin. So one of the prostitutes that Vincent met was named Sheila Washington, she was only 20 years old, and Vincent hired her, in quotes, for something, and paid her. He basically... For something. I was getting there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I, just, I she, did like As an this. actuary? I did like this. He hired her, but he didn't sleep with her. He took her back to a hotel to do drugs with her. And after they did drugs... He attempted to beat and strangle her. So he hired her to kill her. Yeah, pretty much. Because you don't pay somebody to come back and do your drugs with you for free. Correct. Or not for free. You don't pay people to do drugs with you normally. Especially an actuary. That's a thing. I don't know what an actuary <laughs> is. It's like an MBA, you know, taxes. Oh, he's pulling all this business shit out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I have to apologize for the host because I have <laughs> an extensive vocabulary. I have jokes. I have words that are high level jokes. Yeah, it's yeah. So if you're an educated person and you like this podcast, stay stay tuned because I've got a lot of words to say <laughs> that, that you'll get, they won't, and we can laugh at the hosts. Together, you and I. (laughs) Hey, if it brings us more listeners, I'm down. There you go. It Uh, won't, but you know. (laughs) So anyway, he never had any intention of sleeping with her, obviously. He was trying to kill her. Um, She made enough noise that visitors at the motel heard the noise. 
and he was forced to run away. So she did survive, and she was able to describe Vincent, but she didn't even know his name because she was she was thinking she was going back to the hotel to have sex. Like, well, if you're a prostitute, I'm assuming it's you don't get those details, right? Right. First, last name, social security number. Exactly. Uh, are you a douchebag or not? <laughs> right. But because, but because she didn't know his name, it made it easier for him to get away with attacking her. Cause and what year was this again? Oh, shit. This was 80s, right? 80s, 70s? It was the 80s, like 87, 88. Okay, and this he, is before cell phones. Oh, yeah, for so. sure before cell phones. She might have had a, a you know one of those disposable cameras if you're taking pictures <laughs> type thing. But I mean, if she was really rolling in the money, she might have had a car phone. But he took her back to the hotel. She could. She was on the phone with Gordon Gecko and said, you know. Who the fuck is Gordon Gecko? Fucking Why do I feel Street? like he's older than us when he's way younger? Apparently he is. <laughs> I'm pretty cool. <laughs> Dude, uh, it's, Wall Street, it's, the it's movie, cool. fucking Michael Douglas and not Michael Douglas, other people. Like, <laughs> Dude, Gordon Gecko and the... That's, they had cell phones. This is a movie thing? So she could be calling him saying, hey, I'm, okay, I'm going just... to not get murdered but you just gave me shit about not seeing movies and you're surprised that i haven't seen whatever movie you're talking about i don't know i i am a movie quote person i know movies even if i haven't seen them i know things about them and so i'm the same way but i I don't i don't know that one (laughs) all right well i'm expanding your vocabulary and your (laughs) your your, i I, i'm recommending movies to you i've done that or there's a couple of movies you need to see all of the above yeah (laughs) Get on my level. <laughs> so to answer your question, the attack happened in 1987 because a year later in 1988, Sheila was actually able to identify Vincent's vehicle. She couldn't identify, well, she could identify him, but she didn't have a name. But when she saw his car, she immediately reported it to the cops and Vincent became a suspect in at least 20 Denver area girls murders. So she just like saw it on the street, or yeah. What? But she immediately recognized it because that's because the license plate was vanity and said like pimp mobile. But <laughs> I mean, maybe that you know, a truncated version of that. And like, was it purple? And did it have like <laughs> big pimping? I, I think I spinners like weren't a thing long. yet, but I think that's probably where spinners start at the rims. They don't it's stop. It's possible. I'm pro, I'm pro spinners. I uh, dude. They used to have those in Walmart where you could go and you could buy like the hubcaps that were spinners for like, they were 70 bucks. They were just out of the ring. I was in college at the time and I was like, I want those so bad. And, (laughs) but I didn't because if 70 bucks was like nowadays, I would have been like, hells yeah. But you know. And sadly they don't sell them at Walmart anymore for you. That's true. Plus I, I think my car has like rims and doesn't even take hubcaps. I had a, Pontiac Sunfire, which is the ultimate of all cars. I had that for 19 years, and it was a 19-year stress test of how little can I, uh, you know, change the oil and do any sort of maintenance. And it it was a, it was a very good thing for Pontiac. It's sad that they they went out of business. So 
I don't I don't think we're sponsored by Pontiac, but if we were, not we're yet. definitely not because I am not a Pontiac fan. <sighs> Is Pontiac still around? Now? No, no, no they went out of business. That's what I'm saying. It was. We can't be sponsored by. I'm like the last of the Mohicans, but Pontiacs, which they like when they. Made awesome cars. Who did the Firebird? That was Pontiac, right? Pontiac yeah. Firebird. Yeah, yeah. The so, Firebirds were dope. So they and did. They're so the, the GM family, you know, Chevy. Yeah, yeah. Fire, I, yeah. Thank you. Yes, I'm aware of that. See, I'd have been more Firebird and less Sunbird. Whatever. Well, that was my high school car that my parents bought me. And Sunbird oh, is I not a car. It. The ladies. I was gonna say they. I don't know. Sunbird is not a car. The ladies. The Sunfire. Yeah, I know. Is that what my dad had? Has that little that little two seater? No, no, no. Well, that's a Pontiac. Is it? What is it? What is it's it? a little two seater Miata. No, it's not a Miata. All right, well, not at all. I'm pretty sure it's a Pontiac. But oh, it's the Solstice. Oh yes. Solstice. Oh yeah. That's Pontiac, right? Yeah, but that was like at the very end of Pontiac. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. But like Matt had the Ram Air. Brand new at the very end in like 2004. Sunfi- yes. Sunfire is the best. It's like the, the Chevy, not Echo, but what's what's the, is they have an equivalent of Chevy that's. Uh, I have to look it up now because I, I don't know what the Sunfire is. I like how we've deviated this far off the say, murders. You know it's like. Not a, a car I, podcast. This I will is not say. not the first time we have gone off on cars on this podcast. If, if you're a prostitute, if somebody shows up, in a Pontiac Sunfire, you will be safe. We are <laughs> not a compact we're, car. We are not prostitute murderers. There you go. We are prostitutes. That's like a Chevy Lumina. Okay, but we're not murderers. That's all I gotta say. Is we're we're good dudes. You know, we don't have the. All I'm it, saying is you must have had a really dude, good looking Sunfire because that looks a, like a family no, car. No, I have a really nice good looking face, face and personality because that's what I'm saying. I, literally, I'd go on a date and i said, hey, by the way, there have been zero prostitutes murdered in this car. <laughs> my, my personality is pretty cool. It's all right. It's good enough. And I like to drive ugly four-door Pontiacs. That's it. And, and I'm like, I'm also, uh, you know, I picked him up. I said, you're not a cop, right? <laughs> but but I said, hey, I, but regardless, you're not going to get murdered whether or not you're busting me or not. But it's just because you're in a sunfire. Yeah. It's the okay. gen- the gentleman's prostitute mobile. It's- <laughs> so it's like a Chrysler LeBaron. Got it. Okay. No, not at all like that. Kind of it's, it's like a Pontiac Sunfire. Oh, uh, the Chrysler LeBaron was cooler looking than the Pontiac Sunfire. Subjective and wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. We're gonna move on now. All right. Yes. That's so, at the end. No, no, he's right though. Uh, uh, were you? Yeah, we do usually say it until the end. I mean, we can do it now, but let's I, do I, it right I, now because I pointed out yeah, I'm important. All right. Okay. So that being said, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> we're gonna bring it. We're gonna bring it back to the center uh, to the case. We are gonna try uh, our la- let's do our last two beers. We've got quicker. Uh, oh shit! <laughs> Quit quicker, quicker. Oh, quit your bitchin. Quit your bitchin. I, I just can't read, but yeah, quit your bitchin. Is that what we're doing right now? Yeah. Okay. Well, I thought you were yeah, gonna just accept the Pontiac Sunfire is 
right. the best, and you will quit your bitching. Which is an 8% ABV. Correct. And, damn it, all these ugly sunfires are on my computer. Okay. Quit she your really bitching. Doesn't, she really doesn't like your sunfire. Our take on a golden strong ale, forbidden fruit yeast, and pilsner malt make a very unique but very effervescent beer. Pour it carefully because it has a fluffy head. Oh, that's good to know. I need to move my computer over here. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, it is fluffy. It's showing me its O face right now. It's like a show cat. Like, you. You ever been to a cat show? Why no. the fuck would I want to go to a cat I, show? I will say I, I've been to a cat show and I've never been to a dog show, but I don't know. It was That's why you like sunfires. That's fine. <laughs> sunfires hey, and cats. Don't hate on cat people. You're get you're I started you're, out as a cat person. It's okay. Uh, yeah, you need one. No, I, I became a dog person very quickly. I had two cats growing up. They're not lying, like, no matter how gently you pour this, like, it froths like a motherfucker. It is a fluffy head. It's a sensual beer. There you go, I like that. Sensual beer. That's right. For a sensual beer. So, Adam, your beer is not going to be ready to drink for about ten minutes. (laughs) It's a lot of head. It's a lot of head. This never stopped me from (laughs) just blasting through the head and just getting to it. There you go. I mean, it is a lot of head. Hey, you could nose grease it, wife. You fucking nose grease you it. You fucking nose grease it. Fuck it, we'll do it together. Okay, Why ready? Not? One, two, three. This is a spectacle that you are <laughs> not privy to. And you, they all know as, as a medium for crazy. only having audio. You are. It didn't work. Did it work for you? Yeah, it totally worked. Yeah. Oh, you have a greasier nose than me. Then I guess so. All right, cheers. <laughs> We're going to have to show Adam drunk history so he knows what we're talking about. Ugh, I am. That too. Cheers, You're talking about the show? Yeah. I I know things. So then you should know nose greasing. That's where it came from. Yeah, I know. Well, I doubt that's where it came from, but I understand the concept of putting your disgusting nose Nose grease grease in there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so what kind of beer was this again? Golden Ale. Golden Ale. Uh, forbidden fruit yeast and Pilsner malt make a unique effervescent beer. Why is the fruit forbidden? What kind of fruit is it? No say. It's forbidden fruit yeast. It's a type of yeast. Ooh. By the way, no say means I don't know for I know. our Spanish speaking friends. Well, they probably already do that. You mean for our non-Spanish-speaking <laughs> yeah. friends? Well, sometimes yeah. I just like to reiterate. You know. Just to make sure that they know their own language? I know you speak Spanish, but let me explain it to you. <laughs> um, so, I'm not 100% sure how I feel about this one in particular. Well, I will say it's also been sitting out a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. See, I, I think that they should also uh, give you a you know preferred temperature at which these beers should be served at. Well, they should We're all be served English. cold. We've been recording for a while, so yes, it's it's not as cold as it could be. Um, I think it's pretty good. It's different. I've never had anything quite like it. I do like it. It's um, it wouldn't be my go-to, but it wouldn't but be I, mine but either. But the, it's good. I think the flavor is really good. What style beers is this again? I'm sorry. I had, uh, is, it, is it that one? Golden Strong Ale. Okay. So it's an ale, but it to me it doesn't feel like an ale. 
I hear you. But it, I've it never feels, had a golden strong ale before. So. I feel like it has a, a, a higher flavor profile to me. Than an ale does. Yeah. Just just a little bit. It's it's a complex ale. Yeah. I would go 4. Uh, 4.5 on that. Okay. What about you, Adam? 4.327865. Okay, we're going to go 4.5 because that's. <laughs> yeah. You add the fucking times pi in there and that. Times pi? Oh, that's what man. he said. Yeah. Uh, well, no badges that time. I mean, pi is delicious. Now, drink up because we got pie some. Pi is delicious. And, uh, and well, also, I also say what, this is number five. So. Yes. I didn't drink any water in my palate. I haven't. You know, cleanse it. Well, since. you so should it's... cleanse your palate because we got to do the next one. Okay, I yeah, I will. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like I haven't, but these each one gets gets better with each one. <laughs> and I also become that was amazing. I'm more attractive with each one. They they can they can attest to this. You're more attractive to yourself with every beer you drink. That's right. I in after. But apparently we can attest to it. I mean, these are strong, so I wouldn't hop in my sunfire afterwards. But if I still had it, <laughs> if I just sunfire. sat in there and they they would look at it, they'd be like, "Man, there goes a sexy dude." Which I'm not. I'm not going car. anywhere. I'm in the driveway but uh, yeah. a sexy dude in an ugly ass car alright so we got that one down let's move on to the disturbed reflection and this is a dry hop double IPA and they do have a note on here so let me start with the fact that it's a 9% ABV but it says that it's crafted to remove gluten so this it's gluten free, y'all. It's a gluten free beer. Joy, it's for you. Yep. So if you're one of those people who can't have uh, gluten, that's for the people who have celiac. The rest of you, I, I'm not really concerned. Uh, but this beer was fermented with grains that contain gluten, and was what? I don't know. I don't. It says that contains gluten and was crafted to remove gluten. Oh, yeah. There yeah, you go. It's science. The gluten contained. Oh, the gluten content of this beer cannot be verified, and this beer may contain gluten. They so tried to make it gluten-free, basically. They attempted a gluten-free. But if you're one of those people that can't have food that is cooked in the same kitchen as gluten, don't drink this beer. They're trying to hook you up. They're trying to hook you up. Mia, you can have it when you're 21. Joy, sorry, you can't have it. True. All right, pop it. Let's do this. Yeah, thing. like we're waiting on you. Yeah. You're too busy dusting your damn computer I, off. I want to. I want to taste the non-gluten. Why are you petting the beer? <clears throat> well, you don't. All right, here sure we go. Sure do not. Sure do not pet the beer with your Lego cup. No, the Norwegians pet their beer. They don't have. <laughs> no, it's known. Uh, they don't have a lot of celiac disease and whatever because, especially in winters, they. Well, at least they used to have a in lot of. In winter or wieners? Winter. <laughs> uh, I, I was just. They're synonymous to me. <laughs> winters get weird for me. Um, uh, like fermented fish and whatnot they're saying it's a different thing so whenever they get weed it's you know people 
get allergic to silly egg. Well, not. I think that's, <laughs> that's the disease, but gluten yeah. or whatever. I don't know. I There's a difference between a gluten allergy and celiac disease. Yes, but technically that's a thing, uh, a Norwegian thing. It's like they, their village was healthy. I heard that, read that somewhere or something. Because, so Mia is and, and, not and that, Norwegian. that was probably a long time ago, but yes. Now uh, you, you go to the store and you get bread because <laughs> it's at a store. All right. Well, cheers to the Norwegians. Oh, Christ, here goes my somewhat knowledge that impresses. Maybe there's. I I hope that there's any way anybody from Norway listening right now. Well, first off, you're probably sexy because all the people in Norway are very sexy. Uh, <laughs> but back me up. Post a comment or something. I don't know if you have comments on this or whatever, and say, "Hey, you're Social right." Social media. Yeah, we we love fermented fish, some lutefisk or um, <laughs> like like lutefisk, stormstrung or what? I forget what the hell they call He's it. He's trying like, to speak Norwegian right dude, now. Dude, it's it's happening? like the stuff that's supposedly horrible. It's fermented fish that's rotting. They eat it. <laughs> it's not a thing as much anymore. But like that was how they survive. Winter because you ferment it and like you wouldn't die from bacteria because it's uh, rotting and I don't know how science sounds works, but. horrific but yes I, <laughs> it I'm on board. Sounds like kombucha. All right, so on that note, um, what's your rating, Adam? Ooh. Beer. Oh, oh we haven't oh. even tried second, it yet. I did second sip. I, I'm on. Yeah, I was talking about Norway. I it, sorry. Oh, he was I talking about sexy Norwegians. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. This one. Full body like a. Sexy you know, which, <laughs> um, Yeah, it's it's good. What is what is the style of this one again? It's an IPA. Yeah, it's a double. Yeah, okay. It's a double dry hopped IPA, and we've kind of come full circle because we started with the IPAs and whatever, and so this one's back to it's definitely got the flavor in there, but it's not. It's still a gentle IPA. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say it's it's not like blasting you with the with the hops. I mean, it's it's it is hoppy. It is hoppy. It's, but it's a nine percent ABV, so it's probably double right hop, where not triple hop. Right, like so other. it's right where it should be. I, I don't think it's overly hopped. Um, I agree. It, it, I think it's pretty good. So thoughts? Yeah, I will say IPA man. stands for India Pale Ale, not isopropyl alcohol. Which Correct. I've I've <laughs> I've had issues with them in the past. It you know I wait. I mean, who said you, that? I can't see very well, but man. So I'm have to tell. Just, just stick to, to the hand sanitizer to, to get right in the mornings. I'm not have to tell Joanne to lock up your Joanne. Fucking, uh, oh, fuck, yeah, I always uh, fuck that up. I do too. Jesus Christ! She was introduced to me as Joanne, and yeah, so now I'm trying I've, to. I've never recovered from that. Yeah, <laughs> I may never. Um, I'm trying real hard, but yeah, I'm gonna have to tell her to lock up your fucking rubbing alcohol. Anyway, <laughs> um, they don't call it rubbing alcohol for. Nothing. Shut up. <laughs> Just what is y'all's rating? It, it burns. Um, also, I'll, I'll go with the four to eight. Those are it's an even number, and it it divides well. And yeah, no, it's good. It's like you said. It like I said, IPAs. I I'm very I'm very hopped up today. There's a lot of a lot of hoppiness in here, and it's good. Fair enough. I, I would go four point five. <laughs> Oops. Is that are those real numbers? Okay, I four point five. All right, I good. can't do your four point two eight seven three. Why not? Because the app. 
I am. I the like to be very, yeah, the very specific in things. Like Joe, still no damn badges. Going back to Joanna, she always give me shit because I'll be like, oh, she's like, what time is it? I'm like, oh, it's you know three fifty four or something. She's like, why did you say four o'clock? I'm like, no. <laughs> oh I, I, I like to be very precise. You're and like all. my stepfather who texts and says ETA three fifty one. Yeah, that's although good. I have to give it to Richard because he actually will act one hundred percent. Usually, he'll pull up in front of the house at like four fifty one on the dot. And if he's not, if he's not right on the dot, he's like a minute before or a minute after. He's pretty punctuality. Hard. I think is a forgotten art. It's just I don't know. I, I feel it's it's a respect thing, and it people don't do that. It like, exist no. in his family. No, we don't do that <laughs> there's no punctuality it means I, it means i respect your time and i understand that you have things to do so if i say i'm going to be somewhere i love you and i respect you but if i tell you i'm going to be there at a certain time and then i show up an hour late it doesn't mean i don't love you, you, but you love yeah. me i don't know i you heard it here ladies and gentlemen oh, long time well on time Okay, no, so- I won't be on time, but I'll love you a long time, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Okay, so now that you've professed your love to each other, can we move on? Absolutely. Okay. Let's do it. Perfect. So, like I said, when Sheila identified Vincent's vehicle and reported it to the police, he became a suspect in at least 20 girls' murders. They had all been strangled, so there was a lot of similarity. And remember, he tried to strangle Sheila. So, what was the connection there? Like, how did they um, take a look at all of that and say, was it DNA? What was it? Well, you remember, his car wasn't discovered until a year later. She had gone to the police a year previously and told them what happened. Right. But she didn't know his name. She didn't know anything. But then she saw his car a year later, pointed it out. So, at that point, there's been a year going on and there's been a lot of... Things that have happened similar to what she went Yeah. But it wasn't until she was able to identify his vehicle because she didn't have a name. So they had already... So basically what you're saying is that the police had already put together that there was some individual out there who was committing all these crimes. And now... Okay. They didn't know who. And they thought that Sheila's attacker was part of it, but because they didn't know who it was. Right. Okay. Right. And when they started uh, investigating these 20 girls, um, they quickly determined that Vincent was very well known in the, the sex industry. For, for pimping? Ain't easy. <laughs> pimping and, yeah, pimping. Pimping and pimping. Yeah, yeah. Double and pimping. He was all well, but remember he was a pimp, but he was also their drug dealer, so he was like doubly. Into well, I feel that's standard. Yeah, I feel well, like I don't know. It's never, part of like getting somebody addicted to something, and like yeah, they're. Well, now, it's it's all about making them rely on you, so it's. I have never been a pimp, so sure, I'll give you that. But the big thing was that when they started looking into the victims, they realized that he knew most of them. So they're they're finding that connection. Yeah, they're finding out that there's a connection. In some of the cases, Vincent was the last person confirmed to have seen or been seen with the victims. So due to all of this information, both Vincent's car and apartment were searched by police. But 
nothing was discovered, which meant that Vincent could only be charged with the assault of Sheila. He actually ended up being acquitted on the charge of assault because he claimed he was acting in self-defense. He told the court that Sheila had stolen money from him and tried to attack him. Now, it is known that Sheila was under the influence of cocaine at the time of her attack, which helped support Vincent's claim, so he was acquitted of her attack. I mean, I kind of get that. I, I, I do, too. I do, too. Even though he was acquitted of Sheila's attack, he was not released from prison, because by this time... He had already been linked to murders with DNA evidence. So he got acquitted from the attack, but at this point, they're already fucking investigating him, and they found DNA. The first victim was Juanita Lovato, who was 19 at the, type of her, at the time of her death. She actually went by Becky. How do you go from Juanita to Becky. That don't make no sense. Like it's not from, from like Mike to Mike, Michael to Mike or, you know. I don't know. Wasn't anyway. that like Taylor Swift's personas or something? Becky? I have no idea. I don't keep Fuck up Taylor with Taylor Swift. I don't keep up with Taylor Swift you didn't like you do. You 15 grand for her tickets? Oh, no, God, no. And then get denied because they weren't available? No, that She's wasn't me. She's fucking a horrible person. <laughs> I think that's a thing. Just I don't know why I know that, but I'm pretty sure it, it is a thing. All you Norwegian listeners back me up right now. You're so, se- <laughs> you're so sexy. So Juanita had been discovered in 1988 naked in an underpopulated area of Denver. Her body was in a field. They also linked Vincent to the body of Diane Mancera, who was 25 when she died. She was also found just outside of Denver in Adams County. Did she also go by Becky? Uh, No, she went by Diane. But her name was Diane. Yeah, she just went. Oh, okay. She Uh, just went by Diane. She didn't have any name. I was checking In 1990, Vincent was actually committed of Juanita... Becky's murder and received life in prison. This same year, he was also convicted of Diane's murder. He actually only got an additional 20 years in prison for Diane's murder. And this was because of an appeal on that case. Um, and at this trial, prosecutors were able to show that he was most likely involved in Many other Denver area murders, but due to lack of evidence, they couldn't bring charges against him. But he's already got a fucking life sentence for Juanita Becky. In 1996, due to health problems, he died. Good. He had, yeah, I agree. He had hepatitis C and liver problems. While he was dying, of course, authorities tried to get him... To confess to other murders. Not shocking. He didn't. He was actually only 42 when he died. Remember, that was 1996. In 2012, we mentioned this earlier, his DNA kept coming up. And so it was confirmed in 2012 that he was also responsible 
for the murder of Emma Jennifer, who was 25. So Sheila was 25 when she was killed in 1978. She actually worked for the Warner Brothers Distributing Company. And her body was discovered in her bathtub. The killer tried to make it look like Emma had accidentally electrocuted herself. And they thought this because they found a radio in the bathtub with her. Initially, her boyfriend named Hook was a suspect, but they could never find any evidence to link him to the murder. His DNA was also linked to a woman named Joyce Ramey, who was murdered in 1979. She was only 23, and her body was found in an area that was described as an industrial park. Other victims he might have been linked to were Peggy Cuff, who was 20 in 1979, Pamela Montgomery, who was killed in 1988 and was 36. All of these victims were strangled. They linked the DNA to the last two with, with Peggy and Pamela. I don't think they've actually linked DNA, but the murders were so similar that they think he was involved. Peggy was actually a collections agent and disappeared shortly after one of her shifts. Her body was discovered in an alleyway. Like the other victim, she was partially nude, had been raped and strangled. So, same MO, right? So, we mentioned earlier that Groves was a pimp and wandered the Colfax Avenue area. This is when the police discovered that he spent a lot of time there. And they basically call that area a red light district. So when I said he wanted a prostitute, that's where he went. And that's where Groves went. It just took him, took the police a long time to figure it out. Like so many serial killers that we've heard of, he targeted prostitutes because he knew they wouldn't be missed. He did know some of his victims, but not all of them. And now police believe that Vincent was likely killing at least two women a month. Over over how many years? Nine years. Jeez. Wow. Other deaths he may have been to, and there's no confirmation, but they believe he may have been involved with the death of Rhonda Fisher, who was 30, and discovered in April of 1987. Carolyn Buchanan, who was 35, discovered in, discovered in August of 1988. Faye Johnson, 22, January 1988. Zabra Mason, 19, September 1987. And Juanita Mitchell, who's actually from Waco. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Ashley from Waco, discovered in April of 1981. So, is this guy, like, potentially one of the most prolific serial killers that nobody's ever fucking heard of? Yeah, Colorado believes that he is probably the most prolific serial killer from Colorado. Like, I've never heard of this guy. I hadn't either, but I said that early on. They believe that he... Uh, and what I said was, like, Ted Bundy was there and escaped, but they believe this guy, based on location... two a month? Yeah. For nine years? Yeah. That's 216, by the way. I buzzed it on my calculator. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't feel like that's even possible, 
But I mean, I guess it could be, but Jesus. like that would make him like number one serial killer of all time. Like, no, the guy they just arrested. What guy they just arrested? The black guy they just arrested, like in 2019, is the most prolific. In I can't, 2019, I can't remember his name though, but he's killed people in almost every fucking state. Oh wow, he's like 85 years old. Jeez, yeah. But as far as Colorado is concerned, this guy is considered to be like the most prolific yeah. of in Colorado history. Yeah. 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 Man, that's crazy. Then that, that, that's it, yeah. That's it. Yeah, I mean he fucking died. Good. Which yeah, I mean yeah, good. Well, yeah. Fuck him. I mean, Although I feel like he maybe should have spent a little bit more time in prison just to fucking suffer, but good good that he's dead. True. He doesn't need to live. But yeah, that's it. That is Vincent Groves. That's crazy. I, like I said, I, I can't believe I've never heard of this guy before. Yeah. I mean, that's it, crazy. So yeah, well, that's I mean, why I picked him. Well, yeah, no, I, I'm glad you covered it. Um, it was super interesting. But yeah, that's it. Cool. And we reviewed all the beers already. Oh, right? yeah, we already did all the beers. Oh, that so. totally threw me off. We usually do a last one at the end, but we did it differently I know, this I know. Time. It, kind of, it, like, threw off the flow, but that's okay. That's okay. But now no. We, the, now we just got to close uh, it out. That's my fault. I was thirsty. No, no, no. It's it's all good. And, yeah, I was actually a little thirsty at that time, too. We were, we were doing some sharing. But we do have to give a big shout-out to Ricoli Brewing uh, for the beer. Yeah. Very good. We appreciate it. Wheat Ridge, Colorado, or like Adam likes to say. The breadbasket of sun, the Sunshine State. <laughs> the breadbasket of the Sunshine State. Which is Florida. So apparently, Wheat Ridge, Colorado. It's Colorado. Is part of Florida. I don't know. <laughs> it's, Flor- it's closer to the sun than Florida. Florida. Well, I agree, but Florida is the Sunshine State. Says you. Says everybody but you. What's a but you? You. <laughs> you, Adam. <laughs> yes. And on that note, we also have to give a special thanks <laughs> to Adam for being here today. Thank you, brother. It was good recording with you. We appreciate you being here. For sure. We just did a fist bump. You couldn't see it. Oh, yeah. You couldn't see the fist bump. We had to do the fist bump. I narrated it. He, yeah. And it was good. You narrated it. Narrated the fist bump. He narrated it. Oh, narrated it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes uh, way more sense. She needed more enunciation. She, syllables yeah. like nuclear, even though it's just nuclear. She just needed more enunciation. No, I know yeah. that nuclear is not nuclear. My mother was an English teacher. She does now. That's so right. Fuck your face. <laughs> But that being said, if you like the show, we would absolutely love it if you could go out to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating and a review. You can also do it on Audible. I know Spotify's got a rating thing as well. So you can we do it on all the that. shits. Then uh, Spotify doesn't have reviews, but yeah. No, and you actually have to listen to it on Spotify to rate it. There. Well, I hope they're fucking listening, you know. Well, right, but <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, if Apple is your normal listening thing and you just want to try to go give us a rating on Spotify to help us out, Spotify won't let you unless you have actually played yeah, the that's episode. True. Also, we do have an episode out, uh, our second episode in the series. 
Oh, Patreon. Yes, yes. Patreon. Uh Yeah, we have a Patreon. We're putting out our first series. This is episode two of a six-part series, I think. Five or six. I don't remember. Five or six, yep. So go check that out. That's out now. And uh, you can also follow us. On all the things. All the things. Email us. Info at bloodandbarrels.com. And on that note, we want to thank you all for joining us yet again. We love you all. I love you all as well. And we will check you next time. Laters. Thank you for joining us here at Blood and Barrels. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Blood and Barrels. You can also follow us on Twitter at Blood Barrels Pod. Follow us on all the things. You can also listen to Blood and Barrels on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher, or most anywhere where you enjoy your podcast. If you enjoy listening, please head over to Apple Podcast and rate, review, and subscribe. For more information about the show, you can check us out at bloodandbarrels.com. If you want to help support the show and become a part of the Blood and Barrels family, you can join us on Patreon and get access to additional content. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.